This is the Main Attraction Podcast. Now, here are your hosts, Justin Strawn and Ryan Nelson. Welcome to the Main Attraction Podcast, where we discuss the biggest television shows and movies in the entertainment industry. I am your host, Justin Strawn. Joining me each week is the other host of the show, who's ready to tap into his plucky teenager side, Ryan Nelson. Creators. Please stop putting high school basketball in TV shows. <laughs> oh, gosh, yes. It looks awful. It looks awful. There is 0% chance a non-edited version of Hollaback <laughs> Girl is being played and danced to and sang out loud. Am I, am I wrong on that, Justin? You're, you're not wrong about that. You're not yeah. wrong about that. Well, I'm going to have a lot to say about the, about the basketball, and especially that very last one. So, uh, If you've been listening to the podcast since we started the podcast last year, thank you for continuing to listen and making us a part of your day. If if you're new to the show, we hope you enjoy it as we talk about the entire first season of Harlan Coben's Shelter on Amazon Prime Video. If you are new or a regular and would like more access to the show, visit our Patreon page and become a patron of the Main Attraction Podcast. Go to patreon.com slash the Main Attraction Podcast and you can get Patreon-only content. You can support us at a $3, $5, $10, or $20 level. And when you join up, we'll shout you out here on the show. If you want ad-free access to the podcast, though, you can support us at any level on Patreon and get the show ad-free. You can go in straight in. It's at $3 level, and you've got the show ad-free. Now, if you want some additional benefits as well, explore the $5, the $10, or the $20 levels. There's additional benefits for all of those as well. Um, we would welcome you to our Patreon, so just go over to www.patreon.com slash Podcast. Uh, if you can't be a patron, though, you can help the show out by rating us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. We would love it if you left us a rating on either of those platforms, or if you have both, leave us a, leave us a rating there on both of them. Uh, but you could also do us a huge favor by writing us a review on Apple Podcasts. We would really appreciate that. Uh, we would read your we would read your review on there. We would love to do that. We'd love to let people know how, what you think about it. But anyway, any reviews, any ratings that you give us help us get the show into the ears of new listeners. If you would like to interact with us we would love for you to do so you can send us an email to mainattractionpod at gmail.com we would love to hear all of your thoughts all of your questions and any comments that you might have when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping kroger where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over 600 dollars each week you can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping kroger worth it every time kroger fresh for everyone fuel restrictions apply another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help for your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, so this is our discussion of the, I guess it's going to be the first season. Uh, we, we won't get renewals for that for a while. They have, they have, I, 
This is getting renewed. Oh, yeah, I, I feel like it's getting Arlen renewed. Arlen Coben is a huge name. They signed him up to a big deal. I would be shocked. Yeah, we'll talk about uh, him in just a second. But uh, this is Harlan Coben's shelter. Uh, I, I'm not familiar with I, I was not familiar with Harlan, Harlan Coben coming into this. You were familiar with him yes. from the Netflix stuff. I, I didn't even know he mm-hmm. had Netflix shows. And this is kind of this kind of goes into some of the issues we have with Netflix. <laughs> yeah. He has they do these shows, and like if you don't catch them when they're in the popularity then you may not ever know they existed and i didn't know they existed so anyway you talk about your familiarity with his stuff from netflix and what you thought about this in general i knew that he was a uh a um mystery writer right i didn't realize he was actually american because most of his shows on netflix take place in great britain (laughs) right so i didn't i didn't realize he was american so i had watched safe which was very good that came out in 2018 michael c hall was the star of that i watched the stranger that came out in 2020 that was with richard armitage from yeah. uh the hobbit series yeah who appears to be his guy because he's in all his shows he's shocked he's not in this one right. and then i also watched stay close uh which was richard armitage the star of that that came out in 2021 he also has harlan coben has several shows in other languages okay. like i think there's Dutch. I think there's a Spanish one. So uh, he also had a show on Netflix called The Five. Hmm. So he had this. They re-upped his deal with Netflix, uh, which they did it for the Myron Bolitar series, which is Mickey's uncle. His uncle, right? That they mention is a famous basketball player. He has a whole series of books about him being a. Uh, He's like a sports agent, but but like a private eye kind of thing. Oh, okay. So from what I understand, like he solves mysteries. So Myron has his own series, and I think they're about to start those on Netflix. Okay. So Amazon somehow got in, got this deal for the Mickey series. Hmm. Uh, so, which is so bizarre because actually Myron is supposed to be the guardian in this book, right? In this movie, he's the guardian in the book, right? It's not the sister. Which I loved Constance Zimmer as the sister. Yeah. I'm kind of glad it's there. But I, 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 this is like the Bosch and Lincoln Lawyer thing I've claimed, complained about before. <laughs> I hate that these aren't on the same network, I mean, the same streaming service where they can be in the same yeah, they can't cross you know, over. universe. There's crossover. So, you know, that that's kind of annoying. But yeah, good for Harlan to, to get that deal with with Amazon just for Myron. Right. Um, for Mickey, because it appears there's several of these Mickey books as well. He has a Y series. Yeah, I, I, that's one of the things I, I noticed when I was looking up stuff about this show is that it's, it's advertised as a Mickey Bolotar uh, mystery, and so apparently there's more of these out there that they can rely on. Like I said, I don't know if the book Shelter is if it ends the way that the show ends uh with yeah, him just, sure. yeah. if it's are we kind of like gotten like to the halfway point and there's more or if there's another book about after he discovers his dad's still alive or anything like that so um i'll be i would be interested in all that like i said i, I wasn't familiar with anything of his uh but real quick just what were your general thoughts on this particular show on uh, amazon I actually really enjoyed it. Uh, you know, you actually watched it before me, and you said the most, like, the best way to describe this. The first half of this show is one of the most fun things I've watched. Yeah. The mystery of the Bat Lady. I'm like, what is happening? Right. Like, I was, you know, 
addicted to it. I thought it was very mysterious. I was like, and I will say his other stuff kind of has that. There it looks like there could be a sci-fi element. Usually there's not, but with this, it was. I was thinking, man, I, I think there is with this one. And then when you find out that it's involved in child trafficking, I was like, what? <laughs> what? Yeah. I think it lost steam after that. Yeah. I really did because the first, it was so mysterious and uh, that that I, I thought it, I, I thought it lost steam. But I will tell you one thing: we always hear about how there are no good young actors and There's American actors. The three leads of this, Mickey, Arthur, and Emma, I thought were fantastic. I thought all three of them were really, really good. Yeah, I thought they were really good. I think. I, well, let's just kind of give my general thoughts real quick. So, uh, it's like you said, I when I was watching this uh, and I thought the first half of it was fantastic, I thought, I mean, the, when you pull it up on Amazon, when you pull it up on Prime Video, the, the background picture is the spooky, creepy house. That's what yeah, you see. Yeah. And when you texted me you said uh i really like this it's kind of like a real stranger things feel to it it's like yeah, yeah i thought so too at, for the first a, couple did. For, yeah. for a while and i was really jiving with it because i love stranger things i thought this is a little bit more i thought this might end up being like a little bit more adult stranger things and yeah yeah, yeah. and when they start revealing everything i i really really checked out on this i struggled to yeah. get through the last half of it uh you know it didn't lose the phone battle with me almost it almost never lost it in the first half. But once they start revealing stuff, I just was so uninterested because they were selling this story. I mean, look, it sounds like this is a, maybe if I had known this coming in, it may not have been as bad. But to sell a story that is like this creepy sci-fi thing, because you've got, I mean, like they're setting up the whole thing, like with the creepy house. And like right. when the you see at the very beginning, the kids are opening a door and you don't know what they see when they open the door. And you got the crazy bat lady and you got right. this picture of a Nazi guy who is still alive today. Yeah. And, you know, the I'm like, butcher. yeah, the butcher. And I'm like, I'm, I'm just all into this. Like I'm really kind of tingly thinking about it, how I was, back when I first started watching this and then when they start revealing, Oh, it's about sex trafficking and it's about, uh, there's nothing. No, that's just a Photoshop picture. And I was like, well, this is kind of, that's, this is a letdown. And yeah. the, the problem I had with some of this, once they start doing this, like I can, you know, when you have these plucky kids that are, you know, trying to investigate and trying to do all this type of stuff, mm -hmm. it works really well in a show like stranger things because, those plucky kids can't go to the authorities because uh, uh, they're going to say, hey, there's this huge monster chasing us. And right. uh, you, you can't, so you can understand why they're investigating, why they're going about this. But when it's actually a very grounded and very realistic scenario, right? it doesn't play nearly as well. I don't want to watch teen kids go to a John Wick uh, or Taken right. style, uh, exactly. you know, sex trafficking bar and try to break it up. Right. It's just, it. it yeah, I'm with you. Like it, th that, those couple episodes, I was like, man, this is this is just too far out there. Yeah. You know, I di I didn't mind the reveal that what happened to what was the kid who okay got that's the one dylan shakes his reveal I, that that sunglasses guy that was pretty cool yeah i like that I, that i was really yeah. into that i thought that was a really cool yeah i thought it was cool too but like after that i thought like uh 
Yeah, the, just the child trafficking stuff. Like, we're here to help kids. And, like, you know, the butterflies about this organization. I was like, well, this is just weird. Yeah, I know. And like I said, this maybe if I had, like, because you kind of seem to hint that, like, a lot of his stories always feel like they're going to be something science fiction related, but there never actually is. And maybe if going into this, if I know that's going to be the case, yeah, and I have some familiarity with the, with the writer, with the shows that he's done in the past, Maybe I'm not looking for that as much, but like I said, as soon as you take that away and you tell, okay, this isn't the story we were presenting at first. This is still just yeah. a very grounded, very reality-based type television show. Uh, then, like I said, you sell one thing and then you give me another thing, and I just right. I, I was struggling to get back on board with it. And it's a bit of actually pretty critically well-received show, which has surprised me about this because, like I said, I just didn't see that coming. But the audience hasn't been quite as receptive to it, which maybe this is why. Maybe they're kind of hitting on the same things that we that we're kind of hitting yeah. on with it. So yeah, I would I would I would think so. I think that's got to be a lot of it. This is for young adult. This is pretty adult as well. There's yeah. a lot of bad language. You well, know, that's kind sex. of that's one of the things I'm that I do wonder what Amazon how they go about doing some of these things. We talked about this a little bit when we talked about Paper Girls last yeah. year. Like I thought they missed a huge opportunity with Paper mm-hmm. Girls because they had yeah. these really, you know, likable four teenage girls that, you know, yeah. in they almost were supposed to be like thirteen. Yeah, they're supposed to be around twelve, thirteen years old. Like this is a, that's a show that I would have loved to have shown my daughter, but I couldn't show it to her right. because it was the yeah. language is just so foul and and it, and. and and that's the the thing too is like you either need to go like full on like that cartoon or that tv show that movie the good boys that like seth rogan had where they were filthy kids that were really funny paper girls they weren't funny they were just cursing yeah they were just cursing exactly and that's kind of what you have in this as well right uh i think it's a little bit i think this is done better than that was uh it was done a lot yeah but like i said the 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 point still remains you've got this young you've got this young adult cast that could really you know get like a 12 13 14 year old kid but are the parents of those 12 13 14 year old kids going to let them watch it with all the amount of the language in this the thing i think one of the things i think that works really well that would have really gotten a ton of like younger people on one do that but two i think they should have modeled this something like more similar to i think you eventually watched it uh wednesday do you 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 watch wednesday on yes. Netflix, right? yeah 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 they're actually solving things as they go along right and in yeah. this show they don't solve anything hardly until we get to the mm-hmm. end and that's right, right, that, right. that's a tough thing when you're doing a show like this you kind of want to be you you need to start kind of cluing your your audience in a little bit sooner i think about yeah you need to have a, you know solve a little small piece of the mystery here solve another piece of the mystery here solve another piece mm-hmm. of it here and they don't do any of this until we get basically till the very end uh right, like i said right there's uh, look one of the things i do like let's just talk about this part of it and then we'll uh kind of transition into the, some of the story stuff the cast i thought is good i thought these i thought it was really good i really like these cast uh I think the script failed Jaden Michael, who plays Mickey Bolotar a little bit, because he gets yeah. too emotional at times. Uh, right, and right, I don't right. think that's him. I think it's the script. Uh, I think you're right on that. Because, and this is this kind of goes into another thing that I have, have an issue with it. The, the relationships that they are growing in this, like Mickey gets uh, so attached to, what's her name, Ashley? Was it Ashley? Ashley. Yeah. I was going to take the... They knew each other for like two hours. I know, and like this is her his whole world. 
I mean, look. I, and they were in two class together. They've taken more pictures together than exactly. my wife has married for eight years. Yeah. Like I said, this was the really weird part. Because, like, they met each other on one day. And, like, all well, of a sudden. for, like, a, a day at school. Yeah. And now, about eight hours. and now he is risking life and limb yeah. to try to find I, this girl. I, I, th- I thought that, too. The other thing was, my wife joked, we joked about this. You could tell me this took place in three days or six months. Yeah. I couldn't tell what the timeline no, was. No, you can't. I have no idea. I mean, it felt like it was supposed to be over the course of months, but I don't know that that is the, I'm not, the case. I have zero clue. I've never seen kids don't go to basketball practice and still go <laughs> to games. Still go to games. Yeah. Like I said, there's some yeah. weird stuff with the, that, with the story elements yeah, of this. They but did, They did not do a good job of the timeline. I do agree with you, though. I thought I thought the acting was really well, yeah. really well. I saw Adrian Greensmith, who was Spoon. Yeah. He's in a very good movie on Netflix that's from the uh, Game of Thrones guys, the DB Weiss, yeah. called Metal Lords, where it's about these like bullied kids that start a metal band. Okay, and it's it's really good. You could watch that with your family. I, there may be some cursing, but look it up, Metal Lords. Right. He's the lead. I that. heard of it. I, when I, I, when, when I saw that, I was like, this kid's got something, and he is really good in this. I thought Abby Corrigan as Emma was yeah. really good. She just, you know, she has that, like, bullied teen down right. perfectly. Oh, yeah, she does. Now, I will say this. They are at least consistent with, like, the getting completely over-infatuated with a character. Because Spoon meets the, the I don't remember the girl's Candy. name. Candy. Candy. And, like... For two hours, less than maybe even less than that, he is completely uh, like his world right. is completely destroyed. When he got a tattoo with her name, yeah. Now, granted, he did see her get killed. He did see her get killed. She, yes, and she saved his life. So I'll, I'll cut him a little slack yeah, on we'll, that. One. We'll cut him a little slack, but like he was just completely. But as soon as as soon as he get, is is completely infatuated with her, like by the end of the the last episode, he's like. Okay, life is good again. So, like I said, yeah, it's a, just I, a weird I'll, thing. I'll tell you another thing that was for this benefit of the show. Like, if you're going to do a show like this, do a good job of acting, adding characters in this. Yeah, like when you add Missy Powell and Constant Zimmer of this, yes, they take this show up so much better because both of them are very charismatic. They're both very funny. They're just fantastic actors. Yeah. So, like, I was glad to see them anytime I've seen the two of them in anything, and they both have been around forever. Like, that was smart. Yeah. And also, I thought uh, Christoph Palaha, uh, I, I, the dad, Brad. Yeah, 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 I've seen him in a lot of stuff. Oh, yeah, I've seen him. Christopher too. Palaha. Like, uh, he he was really good, and I'm interested to see if he becomes a main character. Uh, I'm going to shout him out real quick. He's in a lot of Lifetime movies. He was filming a movie in Birmingham not okay. too long ago, and he was on the local news. Oh, okay. And it was a lady who loves Hallmark movies. <laughs> not, and he, he's in Hallmark, not Lifetime. Right. And this, this, this CBS lady was so in love with him and he went on and on about how much he loves doing these hallmark movies and he made that woman's day and i was like i'm a fan of you for the rest of your life because <laughs> like 
I can. This guy, I remember him. He was in a ton of shows that were supposed to happen. They just didn't for right. whatever reason. He had to do Hallmark movies probably to feed his family, and he's yeah. probably making good money. But like the fact that he's not embarrassed about it, he's making these people's day. I was like, dude, good for you. Right? Yeah. Oh, good. I mean, I'm with you on that. I mean, look, he's probably been the 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 guy from the country who has broken the stone heart of a of a lady, quite a number of ladies yes. in, his, in yes. the Hallmark movie. Yes. So, yeah. uh, all right, let's. I'll tell you what. Let's take a real quick break then we're going to kind of finish up our discussion on this all right so uh let me talk about some other thing like i said i'm willing to crap on this show a little bit because like i said i struggle i struggle with it at the end of it some of the things i did like I, like i said i like the actors i thought spoon i thought spoon was amazing i thought he was absolutely yeah, I, I did too. Yeah. fantastic i loved I everything agree. about spoon i'm um, with yeah. you about ema uh, i thought she was great abby corrigan was yeah. uh, really good in the role that she had uh, like I said, the performances I don't have an issue with. Uh, Buck, uh, played by Antonio Cipriano, again, I think is a little bit... And this kind of gets into another yeah. screenwriting uh, another screenwriting thing. So, like, they do the play. They're, they're getting ready to do this play, or this musical, uh, Phantom of the Opera. And, like, the most popular kid in school is a classically trained singer. And, like... Yeah, yeah. This doesn't happen. But still a bully. But, but still, still a bully, bully and still on the football team. Like I said, this... Look, I've, yeah. I've taught for a number of years. We've all been to school. There is no way, like... That's going to be like the coolest thing that would be taking place in the in the school. It's just yeah, not. Yeah, yeah, I would be, I would be shocked by that. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Now I will say this: I thought bringing Stephanie March in for a few episodes, I thought that was fun. I thought that I like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was good. Yeah. Uh, which and that's another thing that. But again, as much as I like bringing her in, they don't really do a whole lot with that story element. Right. Uh, no, they no. do. A, it's like it's there to set up this conflict between. I think our name, the girl's name was Whitney, if I remember correctly. Yep, Whitney. Yep. Whitney and Emma. It just kind of brings some conflict in there, but that's the only reason it seems like they even bring this character into the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Oh, also, I thought the chief for a brief second was Jeff from. Uh, from uh, uh oh man Yellow Warren Jackets. Cody yeah Yellow yeah Jackets. Jackets. I thought it was he looks like Warren he does Cody. look a little bit like him you're I was right. like oh man I was like I wonder if this guy's now getting roles because he looks like Jeff yeah I, I, and you speaking of the chief another issue I have with this so they kill the other, the teacher I can't remember the the teacher's name uh one I don't really know why they killed the guy uh, but they bury him kind of in plain view in the yard. I mean, like yeah, anybody yeah, yeah. can see this. This isn't like it's a fenced-in backyard right. or something. It's just yeah. there's a body that's buried there, and like, oh, obviously somebody's been buried there, and the, apparently they buried it's, a dog. It's with very, it. it's very tropey because Stranger Things, the cops are terrible too. Yeah, they are. You know, like, yeah, it, it is weird. Like, it, it, well, it's, it's, it's even, kind of annoying. It's not even the fact that he's a, a bad cop. It's it's just the fact that, like. Why are you burying this body in the middle of your yard where everyone can uh, see it? <laughs> I know. I, I, mean, know. I, I don't get some of the, the choices that they make in this. Again, another choice I don't understand. Octopus face guy. It, why was he why was he supposed to like he want they wanted him to, they wanted everyone to think that he was evil and like a killer. Why? Like I mean, that's one of the things they even when they finally reveal that he's actually one of the good guys, he says, uh you know, they say, oh, that's a really scary tattoo there on your face. He's like, that's the kind of the point. Why is that the point? Why do you want people to be well, scared he was of you? Try, he was trying to uh, infiltrate the gang. 
Okay, well, I guess that does make sense. But what I just never I, I didn't mind his because, like, his was like, and you see this in a lot of stuff where, like, it looks like he's a villain, but he's right. really not. Yeah, he's that, been trying to protect you the whole time. But like his his he they're supposedly the other group, the the child trafficking group, is aware of these people. So right. he has to have the tattoo and try to infiltrate this Yeah, group. that part I get. I just, like, he seems like there's a point where Whitney shoots him, and, like, he's, like, terrorizing Whitney. Did he think Whitney was part of the other group or something? That's that's where yeah, I that start was, to lose it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. like I said, there was just some issues with with some of this story that I just, uh, I just couldn't understand. Uh, now, D.D. Khan's character, Miss Friedman, I loved seeing D.D. Khan. She I've was seen great. Her forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She yeah. was great. Uh but her character, I thought it was fun. Uh, but again, it's a weird writing issue. She's the mom of of Dylan, uh, or yeah. the adopted mom. Like they don't really develop. Yeah, I wasn't any exactly sure what. The, yeah, yeah, I wasn't sure what their relationship was. That was confusing. Yeah, it's, it's like they, it's like they kept trying to introduce all these things into this show. And this is why I was talking about Wednesday a second ago. Is because when they did that on on Wednesday, it's not a perfect show by any stretch of the imagination, but it's a good show. Yeah, yeah. Whenever they introduced stuff, they did a pretty good job of solving it and saying, even, while there, even though there was a greater mystery mm-hmm. going on, they would if they introduced something, they would try uh, something smaller that led to the bigger thing. They would solve that and keep going, solve it, keep going, solve it, and keep going. You're right. not doing that with this. You just keep introducing all this stuff in there, and you don't understand why they're introducing it. They don't understand what they're doing with it. And I you just know, had a str- I wonder, I struggle with it. And I wonder too if they're building for more seasons and why not like. Yeah, yeah. I think that's. Uh, I think they have to because another thing that uh, that I just don't get, like when they finally reveal that uh, the butcher, the paramedic guy, I can't remember what his actual mm-hmm. name was on the show, but she says to him, uh, the butcher uh, hated. Uh, was it Abionia? Well, is that the name of the? Yeah, the, I think. That, yeah, that's it. Uh, he hated Abionia. And some other person who hated Abby on your wrecked your father. Like this is kind of like Palpatine in Rise of Skywalker. Somehow Palpatine returned. Somehow another person showed up who hated Abby on you. Uh, and I just couldn't. I was like, well, who is this person? No, well, no, we're, we're, I'm confused. Who was the other person? That's what we don't oh. know. That's the problem. Okay, okay. <laughs> the person who was driving the truck that actually did the wreck. Yeah. She says yeah. some other person who hated Abby on you. Well, who's the other person? They don't okay. ever tell us. I'm a okay. I missed that. I just we're assuming they work together, or they, you know, yeah. I may have been on my phone at that moment. But yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah, you should have. They should have explained that he was working with another group. I'm with you like that. Well, I mean, no, he wasn't. This is this is again. They didn't explain this very well. I had to kind of piece this together. So you had the butcher, and he had somebody else who hated Abionia. They yeah. the two of them were working together. But we don't know who the other person was. He was the person okay, driving the eight, yeah. He was the person yeah. who was driving the eighteen wheeler. But they don't tell us who it is. Now maybe they're going to tell us in season two. But there's nothing right, that right. like we don't even see a face. We don't see anything right. about the person who was driving. And, uh, I mean, he was lucky to be alive after that wreck. Yeah, he, he really was. So uh, now let me talk about the thing that I hated the most on this show. And that's the fi- the the finale. The finale, I absolutely, I was, you know, I kept hoping as well. I was watching this, and we were going through. I was like, well, maybe they'll have a really good finale. Look, the ending where they reveal that the dad is alive still, 
that's what you're trying to build towards, but it's like the entire final episode is just filler. You've got the basketball game, which looks horrible, which we've already yeah, kind the of alluded to. Yeah, the basketball game is terrible. The basketball game is bad. But not only does it look bad, not only is it poorly done, you've got Spoon and some other kid. I don't know who the other kid was. Doing commentary. Doing commentary, and like it was commentary that the school would never, ever, right. ever allow. They would have pulled those two kids off those mics. Remember Stranger Things had like this, and something else did too. Like, why do they keep doing this on shows? Know. And one, it, the two kids, that Spoon and the other kid, it... I don't. I never got the first impression from either of those two kids that they would have liked basketball. <laughs> right. I would have never thought Spoon was 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 the was the announcer for the team basketball. Like, yeah, I'm with you on that. I, I agree. That was that was weird. That yeah, was really weird. It was just odd. Like he's cussing while he's giving the the play yeah, that I play know. and like talking about the the hookup of the school, like he, the hookup. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, that was weird. That was, was so like, odd. Yeah, but uh, like I said, so you got this basketball game going. Then you got Dylan, uh, not Dylan. Uh, you got Mickey, who is uh, actually getting some more information about what all has happened. And you know, they keep they keep doing these fake outs with us. With you know, the dad's actually dead. The dad's, the dad's, yeah. Is the dad dead? Is the dad not dead? They keep they finally convince us and convince Mickey that the dad is dead, and like he's coming to peace with it. He's coming to terms with it. And then that one moment in the pe- in the at the party, I don't remember exactly what it was, but something in oh it was the pipes. You remember something about the pipes? Yeah, the pipes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like he has this like the light bulb comes on, he goes running to the bat lady's house, and that's when he remembers that she could hear him, and it's probably because of the pipes, because of something that Spoon had said like in the first or second yeah. episode. Uh, and they they find the dad. He's actually there. He's alive now. I do have questions. How is he alive? Has he been getting uh, yeah. food? Yeah, uh, we we all wondered the, the same thing. I'm surely they're going to tell us. But I will say, that's very Stranger Things like. Yeah, that for is. For them yeah. to, you know, for them to, for him to all of a sudden remember yeah, something. Yeah, that is. Yeah. You know, like uh, everything about that felt like Stranger Things. Yeah, and like I said, the, them actually finally getting to that, I, I, I'm, I liked the, the reveal that the dad yeah. is actually alive. It just there was a whole lot of crap. Yeah. <laughs> before I didn't. I didn't mind the finale. I, I agree. The basketball game was awful. Uh, uh, I, I, and then, like, like I said, the unedited version of, of Hollaback Girl. Yeah, it's just it wouldn't ever work. It, like I said, I just I struggled with the the finale. I just really really struggled with because like. Uh, like they give him an injury, that's why he can't be there because obviously he got hurt in the previous days, yeah. previous episodes fight. Uh, but even then, he would be on the bench with this team. You don't just I thought the same thing. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. don't just. If well, you're, I mean, he's only uh, we only saw him at that one practice. Yeah, where he got taken out. That's, but he's yeah. apparently still this greatest basketball player ever to walk the face of the Hockey yeah. Hall. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's just a lot of weird stuff going on. Uh, like I said, it has some redeeming qualities, but I, like I said, if they, yeah. I wanted to really like this show when I, I thought it was going to be great, and the fact that I ended up not liking it that much, and it just I just kept waiting for it to get better, and it just never really did, was disappointing. Now, maybe a season two with the dad being discovered, having a better idea of what the show will actually be, maybe yeah. that helps for a season two, because sometimes that yeah. can happen. Sometimes that can happen. It shows yeah, that you don't... I, I, 
Yeah, I'm with you. I, I think they could. I think they can improve on season two. And these these actors, even though they were really good, they would be even better, you know, in, a, in another season together. Yeah, I'll be interested what they do with this because these are older kids. I mean, these. I'm thinking these are probably all people. Well, they're around. probably all in their early twenties. Yeah. We, we say that. We're well, still yeah. watching Stranger Things. Well, I know, but they they've kind of gotten hemmed in. They've done. I will say this: Stranger Things. They've done as good a job as they can with keeping these kids trying to look them a little bit younger, but it's right. it's harder for some for some of those so uh like i said it's it it, it had potential uh and mm-hmm. i liked it for a while but i I've, as we got to the end i was just like man i'm just not jiving with this thing so all right uh do we want to do our our season awards for this yeah let's do it all right let's do some awards All right, every time we review a season of a television show, we like to give out six uh, awards that are all based on these six characters of Friends. Up first, we have the Rachel, the star of the show. Who is your Rachel? I'm going Jaden Michael as Mickey. Yeah, it's his story. I mean, it's it's yeah. it's his. No matter what you think, he's... Like I said, I thought he right. was good. I do think the script betrayed yeah. him a few times. Uh, and I think it was... I think he... Like I said, I thought he did a really good job, but just the... Over the intensity and the emotion that he's giving for this girl who he barely knows uh, was just a little odd. And like I said, I had a hard time with that, but I don't think that's like I said, I don't think that's an issue of Jaden Michael. I just think that's an issue of of the script. So, uh, next is the Joey, a character you just enjoyed. Who's your Joey? So, I had to do some co's here. So, I went with uh, Abby Corrigan as Emma. Okay. Uh, I thought uh, I added Missy Paul as Hannah. Okay. And uh, Sage Lindor, who we haven't mentioned, as Rachel. I thought, you know, adding her with the good guys, I thought she yeah. was really good, too. Yeah, we didn't talk much about her, but yeah, you're correct. Sage Lindor, was, I, I did enjoy her character. Honestly, she might have been my favorite of, of outside of Spoon. Spoon was my favorite. There's no question about yeah. that. So speaking of which, Spoon was, no, uh, I'm sorry, I'm going to get into him in a second. Abby Corrigan yeah. and Rachel would be my Joey's for this. Uh, so, okay. Emma, Emma uh, who was a playoff of Emma, if you didn't catch that when you are watching, I thought that yeah. was I thought yeah, that was kind of creative yeah. and interesting. So. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, so next is our Chandler, the person who made you laugh the, laugh the most. I had Spoon here, yeah, and then spoon. I thought I I thought Shira as well, uh, Constance Zimmer, the aunt. She was pretty funny as well. Yeah, uh, I, I I just went with Spoon, uh, Adrian Greensmith. Uh, he was really funny. Uh, he, he was very funny. I and mean, that's uh, the whole purpose. Sometimes he's a little over the top with it, but. You know that's what he was going for. That was yeah. his role, and I I, I loved it. So uh, well, he, he was, could have been thrown into a John Hughes movie. And oh it. yeah, definitely. There's he definitely yeah. could have fit in on one of those to say the least. So. Yeah. Uh, next is the Phoebe, the oddball of the bunch. Who's your Phoebe? When there is a character named Bat, Bat Lady, Lady. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she is going to be the Phoebe. Yeah, that's Tova uh, Tova Feldshu. I think is how you pronounce her name. Uh, yeah, I. I, I when I briefly, when I the last season I watched The Walking Dead, she was on there. Okay. She was really good. She she's a, she's a very good actress. Yeah, she was good on this. Yeah, she was good on this. I thought she did a really good job. Uh, she's apparently invincible. <laughs> yes, yes, she really is. So, but uh, but yeah, Bat Lady definitely takes the cake for Phoebe in in the course of uh, Harley Coven yeah. Shelter. Next is the Monica, a important character to the show. Who are you going with? I went with uh, Brad uh, Bolotar, the dad. 
Okay, I went with uh, I went with Hunter Emery, who was Sunglasses Man, who we later find out is Dylan. Yeah. Uh, I thought I, I really liked his role. I thought he was. Yeah, good I thought it. he was good. I, I thought he was really good too. I'm glad you mentioned him. Yeah, I enjoyed him a lot. I, I wasn't really sure what to make of him, but when they revealed that he is that he was Dylan Shakespeare, like I said, there were a lot of reveals on this thing I didn't like. And like I said, I didn't talk about this, but like this idea of fighting sex trafficking or child trafficking by this secret organization, that's that seemed like a bad plan. I mean, it, yeah. it really seems like a bad plan. Uh, but. Yeah. But anyway, uh, last but not least is the uh, the Ross, the least favorite character on the show. Who's your Ross? I think there are multiple ones. The the paramedic. Yeah, the paramedic, the butcher. And then to me, Troy and uh, Buck, the, the, oh, the yeah. bullies. Oh yeah. Which they both did a fantastic job playing bullies. We haven't mentioned Troy, the the Troy Taylor, Brian right. uh, Altimus. I thought he did a good job as a bully. Yeah. But him was. and Buck, uh, they were horrible characters. I hate them both. Well, let's throw in the dad too, the chief, Chief Taylor, Lee Aaron Rosen. Yeah, Chief Taylor. Yeah. Yeah, he was pretty awful too. So uh, I'm, he was. I'm all for adding him to the pile. All right, so here on the Main Attraction Podcast, we have a five-tier rating system. At the top of our list is a succession. Beneath a succession is a lost. But middle of the road for us is friends. Beneath friends is a full house. And bottom of the barrel for us is a Baywatch. What are you rating this overall? I'm giving this a, a friends. This, this should have been a loss, but, you know, like all the plot points we talked about uh, really got it down to a, to a friends for me. Yeah. For me, I, I, it's rare that we do this, but I'm going all the way down to a full house. I, I loved wow. it at first. I hated the, the back end of it. I just did not enjoy it all. Uh, like I said, there was a few moments there on the back end, but for the most part, I, I just could not stay interested. I couldn't stay plugged into it on the back end, and I, I had to go all the way down to a full house on it. Uh, it has good characters. It has good actors. And I think the script is just completely all over the place. I really, really do. Uh, like I said, I, Man, I, so you liked Paper Girls more than this? Oh, yeah. I, I like that more than this, yeah. I, okay. Look, that story, is, that story I thought was really good. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's... And that's the issue here. Look, the, the the problem with Paper Girls was the horrible CG on Paper Girls. Yeah. Uh, yeah it, was it was awful. Terrible. But on it this... Like I said, just the story does it. And like I said, maybe if I had known coming into it that his stuff has like the hint of sci-fi, but it's never actually ends up being sci-fi. Maybe that changes my entire perspective of the entire show. Uh, but that was a that was a real hangup because, like I said, I just completely lost interest because it didn't. Yeah. I, I was thought I was about to watch something that that was different than what they were selling. So yeah, no, I get that. So, uh, but like I said, I mean, I think there's potential for a second season. I was, this, yeah, isn't, yeah. this isn't a show that I would like say, you know, I would never go watch it again. If another season comes out, which there probably will be. So I'll, I will definitely try it for a second season. Having a better idea of what I'm going into will probably help, but I also hope they tightened up yeah. the script some, because the script was kind of rough. Right. So, yeah, all right, uh, before we head off and talk about Ahsoka for this week, uh, we do want to go ahead and get some things that we would like to recommend to our listeners. Any recommendations this week? i got several. And, okay, uh, I've got one. Yeah, so, so uh, uh, Reservation Dogs finished their series this yeah. week, and, man, it was a fantastic finale. This last season has been so good. Uh, if, you have it, if you've watched it before, there are going to be a couple episodes that don't – you 
feel like they're going out on left field, but right. it all ties up, and it's wonderful. Man, this is a series that we are so lucky to have. I'm so thankful it got three seasons, and they went out on their terms. I really wanted more, but you know what? If they can get three seasons and it's this good, bravo to the creators, and it's you know mostly a Native American cast right. and, and writers. So Reservation Dogs on Hulu, I, I would highly recommend it. Uh, I mentioned this one of the last times we were here, The Crowded Room with Tom Holland. Yeah. Finished it. Okay. It's good. Yeah, Let me it. warn you, the first couple episodes are extremely slow. Yeah. Extremely slow. I just want to warn you. <laughs> and then it get, when it gets into the sea, what's actually going on, which is about the middle of episode three to four, you're going to be like, oh, okay, I see what's going on right. here. It's going to take you time. So I just want to warn you on that. But I, but I enjoyed it. Uh, theater Camp, which you talked yes, about the last good. time we were together hilarious yeah i love this if you love the uh christopher guest movies like waiting yeah that's good uh you know then you will love theater camp hilarious it is on hulu i would highly recommend it so uh i'll leave i've got a couple more and i'll save it to our next time together all right so the only one i've got uh the only thing i've had a chance to watch outside of what we've been watching uh i finally have gotten around to starting foundation on uh, apple tv plus the second season of it uh the first season was good the second season is far better than the first season if you liked if you're like this is kind of okay kind of what i was talking about a second ago where a second season can sometimes be way better than the first season so don't give up on a show just after one you know okay or mediocre season foundation is a good example of this because the second season i've gotten to the first five episodes i haven't finished it yet but they are really 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 good i like i said the first season was good i didn't think it was great i thought it kind of it could have been a lot better this second season they seem to have they really seem to have an understanding of the material a lot more than what they did in the first season it is really good lee pace has really found his 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 groove is playing the villain on this thing and he is just knocking out of the park every time he's on like i said if you if you only kind of if you watch foundation and you aren't sure if you really liked it or that much season two is much better the foundation the books that are that are associated with uh, with isaac asimov i think he's the guy who wrote it um it explores really, really big ideas, and they didn't really do a good job of that in the first season. In the second season, they are exploring the big ideas. They are really getting into it. So, uh, if you if you haven't seen Foundation, I would highly recommend it. The second season, like I said, I haven't finished all of season two, but uh, I've enjoyed thoroughly these first the first half of, uh, of season two. So, all right. Other than that, I guess that wraps us up for this episode. Anything else you would like to share with our listeners before we head off? Yeah, appreciate everyone joining us, and we will talk to you next time. And I will echo those same sentiments. And as always, until next time, may all of your entertainment dreams come true.